Welcome back to Crypto Classroom, where everybody's a student of the game. My name is Asar Stevens, and this is the first episode of Classroom Monday. I'm super excited to get started on this. And uh, if you haven't listened to the first episode, my main goal for this part of the show is just to take somebody who knows absolutely nothing about crypto and bring them to the point where they can have a conversation. It's just sufficiently learn and study on their own. I don't want I don't want to have to be the person to teach you about crypto every week. I want you guys to grow and learn more than me and come back to me and teach me stuff too. I, I want a conversation, you know? So this is how we're going to get you there. I'm going to take you guys through the steps. Um, so first in this, give me some, I'm going to pull this up. First and foremost, I want to go over some resources that I have for you guys. Um, I'm going to share my screen. So if you're on YouTube, you can see this. If not, it's completely fine. Don't need to watch this on YouTube at all. You do not need to watch this on YouTube. But if you are on YouTube, you uh, you get to see exactly what I'm looking at. So the first resource I'm going to show you guys is a website called CoinMarketCap. And uh, CoinMarketCap is what everybody in crypto uses. It's like the pretty much the this is the place that you go when you want to learn about something um as you can see it, it shows all of all your coins right here right now there's about seventeen thousand coins in existence right now um and you just you just scroll and you just look so like um we'll start with like number one it goes by market cap by the way the market is looking really healthy right now i love a 41k bitcoin i'm not mad at it um yeah, you just scroll down and look, you can see what is Bitcoin, which is right there. Bitcoin is a decentralized cryptocurrency originally described in 2008 by a group of people uh, under the alley. Okay. So yeah, it'll tell you exactly what it is. Um, it says it's a peer-to-peer -peer online currency, meaning all transactions happen directly between equal independent network participants. Um, and I know you guys not might not know exactly what some of that stuff means, but you know, you just... You look at the words and then you look up the definitions or you can ask me and I can make a I can make an episode about it. But really and truly every everything you want to know about any coin you can think of. If you want to look into Dogecoin, click on right now. Dogecoin is about 12 cents right now. What is Dogecoin? Doge is based on a popular Doge internet meme features Shiba Inu as its logo. The open source digital currency was created by Billy Marcus from Portland, Oregon. Um, you know, is this how you mind it? Uh, Dogecoin, what can Dogecoin be used for? You know, things of that nature. So, any coin you want to look into. Uh, resource number two, uh, you're going to take yourself to youtube.com. Go and type in Exodus Crypto Movements of the People, and you're going to go over here to playlist. And right here, this playlist right here, Cryptocurrency Explained Crypto Reviews. These guys are great. This is a company, they uh, they have a wallet and we can get into wallets later. But what they do on YouTube is they they literally go through and talk about pretty much any coin that you want them to talk about. So this is a really good resource. Like this one right here is what is Terra Luna explained? Five minute or four minute video. You know, if you don't want to read on, um, Coin market cap, you can always watch. You know, you can watch these people right here. Um, and last resource I have for you guys, Coin Bureau. This guy, what's well, it's a group of people, but it's one guy as, as the person. 
Uh, they're great though. And this is a little bit more advanced, but they talk about a lot of news. They talk about a lot of recent and uh, new coins that are coming out. And he's just really good to stay up to date with. He has about two videos a day. So there's a, it's endless content for you guys to consume right here. And, um, you know, if you just want to learn a little bit faster than what I'm putting out, you can always tune into these people right here. All right, those are the three reasons for I have for you guys. And um, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. Crypto is not a lazy man's game. It's not. Um, like I said, these Mondays, I'm gonna be taking it really slow because there's no reason to, to rush through learning this or putting out these videos. But if you want to get into crypto, it's it moves fast and it's not a lazy man's game. So if you don't know what you're doing, I wouldn't invest. I would figure out what these things mean first before you get into it. So with that being said, uh, today we're going to talk about one thing that encompasses a lot of things, and that is blockchain. Blockchain is like it's getting a lot more popular being used and you hear it a lot in the news or you might hear it on social media and you're like, what is blockchain? I don't, I don't understand. What is it? How does it work? What is it good for? Is this, what is it? So in one sentence, Blockchain is a decentralized, transparent ledger that is open to everyone, and you can see and track transactions made across the entire world. So what the hell did I just say? I'm gonna break it down for you guys, okay? Um, really, a blockchain is a chain of blocks that contain information. Now, this was first created in 1991 to timestamp digital documents, kind of like a digital notary, right? And this was barely used in the 90s. It, and it wasn't really picked up until about 2009 when Satoshi Nakamoto adapted this technology and he started using it to create Bitcoin. And the reason he adapted this technology for Bitcoin was because there was so much security in the, in the aspect of Bitcoin. Um, because once data gets recorded inside of a blockchain, it, it becomes extremely difficult to alter it. And I'm gonna get into that and really break down exactly what that means for you guys um so first to understand this you have to understand what a block is right what is a block it's a chain of blocks what is in that block i'm gonna tell you okay so um each block contains three things uh minimum it contains three things um it contains data it contains a hash and it contains the previous hash of the last block so Data, right? What is data? What is what, what kind of data are we putting on here? So we're going to keep this simple with Bitcoin. All my examples are going to be used with Bitcoin today. Bitcoin's, Bitcoin's blockchain. So the data in the block depends on what type of blockchain it's on. Like I said, we're going to use Bitcoin as an example. Um, so the data in Bitcoin's blocks, it stores the sender information. It stores the receiver's information and it stores the amount details. So how much Bitcoin is being transferred? Those are three things that it stores. So that's the data of a block. So what is the hash of a block? The hash of a block simply identifies what the block is like a fingerprint. So think of a string of numbers and letters to create a unique ID, a, a unique code, which is just like your fingerprint. Every fingerprint is completely unique. So these, these hashes, they, they can't be duplicated. And if you were to change something on a block, then the hash would change because it's not the same block. Um, and th this is why this is useful. 
because you want to be able to detect changes in these blocks. The third element of a block is the hash of the previous block, which creates this chain of blocks, hence where you get the name blockchain. And that's why a blockchain is so secure. So let me give you guys an example. We have three blocks. Uh, block number three has the previous hash of block number two. Block number two has the previous hash of block number one. Now, block one is special because it has no previous hash, and that's what's called a genesis block. So, if someone, if somebody was to try to tamper with the information and the data that was on block number two, that would make block number three and all following blocks invalid because they they don't store the same hash as the previous blocks for block number two, the fingerprint has changed. So essentially changing a single block will make all following blocks invalid and that, that uh, change that somebody will make will be denied. And you may be thinking, well, Asar, computers are fast and they are fast. And theoretically they can change hundreds of thousands of hashes within seconds. So you could tamper with a block and recalculate all of the blocks to trick the blockchain into thinking that your transaction was valid. So that's where this concept of proof of work comes into. And what this does is it slows down the creations of blocks. Still using the example of Bitcoin, it takes about 10 minutes to calculate the proof of work to create a new block to the chain. So if you wanted to tamper with the chain, you wouldn't only need to change one block, but you would need to change all of the blocks on a blockchain. So the security comes from the creative using of hashing, which is fingerprints and proof of work technology. And um, I'm gonna back up just a little bit, just to explain to you guys what proof of work is and the best analogy that I've heard. So the best way to imagine proof of work is, imagine that you're in a giant room, it's filled with people, you got a Rubik's cube, everybody in the room got a Rubik's cube and a timer starts. And you guys all rush to try to solve this Rubik's cube. And eventually, somebody solves a Rubik's Cube, you know, a small piece of gold comes out. Maybe it was luck, maybe they were really smart, but it doesn't matter because the timer resets and everybody starts trying to solve the Rubik's Cube again. This is how proof of work works. And in Bitcoin's case, this is called mining. Um, and except for Rubik's Cubes, these miners have these computers that try to solve these really complex problems and instead of gold, what they're getting is the rights to a block, giving themselves one Bitcoin, putting a block on the blockchain, right? So for somebody to be able to do that in 10 minutes and do that for all blocks that have ever been created in the existence of Bitcoin is a very daunting task, which makes this very, very secure because it's almost impossible. And if that wasn't enough security, there's also one more a uh, reason why blockchain is so secure in themselves, and that's because they are distributed. So instead of using a central entity like a bank or a company to manage these blockchains, uh, what these what Bitcoin does is it uses a peer-to-peer -peer network, and everyone is allowed to join this network, making it sufficiently decentralized. So when somebody joins this network, they get a complete copy of what the blockchain is up to date today, and the node can use this to verify that everything is running in order. So let's say somebody creates a new block and that block is distributed to everybody on the network and they all go and the, the computers, they verify to make sure that nothing's been tampered with and that everything checks out. And if it does, everything's legit, it gets added to the blockchain. 
And what this is, is it, it's creating a consensus and they basically agree on what blocks, what blocks are valid and what blocks aren't valid. So the blocks that are valid get added to the blockchain. Blocks that are tampered with will be immediately rejected and all of the other nodes will be used. So that would be completely, it, will, it just wouldn't, it would be completely invalid. It wouldn't be added to anything. Uh, it would be rejected, I guess that's the best way to say that. So really this, this makes it really hard to tamper with a blockchain. And this is why Bitcoin uses blockchain technology to make it so secure. Um, because to, to do this, to tamper with the network, you would need to tamper with every block on a blockchain, redo the proof of work for each block and control 51% of the peer-to-peer -peer network. Then and only then can you implement a tampered block on a network, which is nearly impossible to do. And it's getting harder day by day because Bitcoin gets harder and harder to mine and more people are joining the network and you know making it further decentralized. Um, and then on top of that, you know, these blockchains, they're ever changing, they're evolving. It's not, it's not just gonna stay like this. So um, one thing that's been happening with blockchains is uh, smart contracts. And putting a smart contract on a blockchain basically eliminates a middleman. So people have noticed that they've been able to use these smart contracts for things like NFTs, uh, for taxes, for um, for transactions of goods, you know. Um, but we're not going to touch on that on this episode. I just want you guys to soak that in what I said. And please ask me questions. Please like DM me if I if you want me to, I'll redo this episode and explain it, you know. Um, but I want you guys to soak that in. And I want you guys to just look at the resources that I've told you about. If you want to Corn Bureau is a podcast. Um, it's on YouTube. Exodus is on YouTube. You can consume it there. And um, Coin Market Cap. That's a it's a website. It's an app. So, so these things are very accessible for you. Just to like, I'm not saying study it, man. I'm just saying read through it for like five minutes. Watch a video. Just do a podcast, and uh, this stuff will come a lot easier for you. But um, with that being said, that's all I really have for this week's episode of the classroom i just wanted to let you guys know about blockchain technology and you don't, you don't really necessarily need to know exactly how blockchain works that's not that's not that important when you're investing in crypto but i want you guys to at least have the foundation of blockchain so even if you don't understand everything i said that's fine it'll come i promise it will but i just want to give you guys the groundwork first um so Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, smart contracts and we're going to get into some coins and different coin uses. But uh, I feel like it was just important for you guys to understand the very, very foundation of how cryptography, how crypto works and how everything works, because if you don't, everything is built on blockchain for the most part. So this is very important. Um, yeah, so any questions? Hit me up. I got you. I'll answer any questions, uh, any recommendations on how I can make the show better. Please let me know because I'm really, I, I really want this to be uh, more of a conversation than just talking. So, you know, talk to me and uh, stay curious. <laughs>